You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. One man to beat, you can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole, he's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run it back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show. On Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Also, you can check us out on social media at various outlets, including uh, Facebook, Martin Houston, uh, as well as at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Then you have X's and O's Sports um, on Facebook and Tide 109 on Facebook and Martin Houston Live on YouTube. So we got a lot of choices, a lot of outlets for you to tune in on uh, and be a part of the program. If you want to chat, then you're welcome to use those various outlets to get in on the conversation. If you want to call us the traditional way and uh, get in on the conversation, 205-342-9904, the Alabama One Hotline is open for business, and we want to invite you to join us on the conversation. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. I uh, want to thank uh, X's and O's Sports for jumping in on <clears throat> On, on short notice on Friday, uh, he and Joe did a great job, so I want to thank them. And also, uh, going to be a great week opportunity for uh, you all to join X and uh, Mason and X and Joe as we move throughout uh, this week, as I'm going to be traveling some, so I'll be in and out uh, this upcoming week. But man, it's always good to leave it in good hands. Uh, so good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. I'm doing well, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to run the show Friday, and I'm excited for this week as well. Absolutely. Well, we got a couple of questions. I want you to go out. If you have Twitter, I want you to go ahead as part of the show today. Go ahead and go out and um, get get in on the Twitter question. Uh, will the transfer portal 
hurt those athletes who hope to join the D1 ranks. In other words, uh, will the uh, pathway from JUCO to D1 become harder because of the transfer portal? So that's part of the conversation we're going to have today. Um, then also, uh, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about the playbook today includes a little bit of ranking Alabama football position groupings in an ascending order. I didn't want to say from worst to first because I'm not doing it in terms of, of it about them being bad. I'm just saying which, which team is, which unit on Alabama is going to probably have the least impact. That's more of the way I'm thinking about it. Um, or has the furthest to go from where they start and where they finish. So it's really not, not about bad-mouthing any position grouping, but we're going to have that conversation. And we're just going to start with picking one team. So, Mason, I'll give you time to, to think about uh, which one of those groups would you say, uh, if you're ranking from uh, lowest to, to highest, who's your – lowest ranked position grouping if you were putting them in order uh so we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna have that conversation and we want to invite the listeners to join us there in that conversation uh, as well and then of course uh big recruiting weekend that we're going to talk about uh, lots of uh big names on campus uh the biggest name in college back i mean college sports right now in terms of high school recruits uh in Tuscaloosa, uh, Ryan Fowler posting and tweeting about it and some interesting response from Alabama fans. We'd like to get your thoughts on that as well. But before we get into any specifics, a few miscellaneous topics uh, in terms of the uh, sports world from the weekend. Uh, you, you have to look at uh, the Lakers interested in Colin Sexton. I know uh, Simeon is a big-time Lakers fan, LeBron James fan. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, X, in terms of Colin Sexton possibly becoming a Laker? Oh uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he can be a bigger LeBron fan than me because I've literally gotten to watch his entire career. But no, uh, I, I would love to see it. Uh, I think Colin is the the right type of two. I don't. I don't know if he could be a, a true number three, but a 2B to LeBron and AD. And, you know, LeBron's trying to step back to prolong his career, not put as much mileage on his body. And I think Colin, as long as he's able to come back from that knee injury healthy, would be a great fit because of what he's able to do as a playmaker with the ball in and out of his hands. X, yeah, do you think? With, without a doubt. Mason, you, are you a big uh, basketball guy? Uh, you know, someone. I, I wanted to ask X a question because I kind of I'm inter I'm interested in this Colin Sexton news because I, I like it on the surface and I think the the idea of you know Colin Sexton pairing up with a player like LeBron is really cool and I think that would be good for his development just as a player. But I worry if you know, I, and I wonder if you, you think X that maybe it would kind of be a, almost. I don't I don't want to say similar to a Russell Westbrook situation because that was a disaster in L.A. But with a ball dominant player like that, you know, they're kind of both similar in the same vein where they're both very ball dominant point guards who want to carry the ball, who want to make plays. Do you think that could kind of – they could butt heads a little bit, LeBron and Colin Sexton? I think potentially, 
But like I was saying, LeBron is at the point of his career where he doesn't want to have to do that the way that he has. Because you look at for 19 years, he's been ball dominant. But now he, he wanted last year to kind of slowly let AD take a little bit more control. And that's also why he brought in Russ to be able to handle the ball a little bit more. And Russ, was just, there's a reason he's, everybody's trying to call him uh, Westbrook. He, he was missing shots. So I think if Colin can come in and hit shots in key moments, it'll set it up better for LeBron to alleviate some of that workload. So I think it can still work if Colin hits the shots. I, I agree. I agree with that. I think that earlier, Mason, to your point, I think it, it may have not been as good a fit. But I think now with LeBron's you know, mindset of trying to extend his career a little bit longer, yet still be good. He needs a guy who can be uh, that ball dominant. I think LeBron can teach him a little bit about how to how to be that ball dominant guy. So I think that's that's true. Uh, a good point. Uh, Nico Johnson joins um, Texas. Uh, so uh, are we going to end? Is Alabama going to end up with a schedule full of of teams that all know the ins and outs of the Alabama process uh, as Nico Johnson looking to join future SEC rival uh, Texas as a GA, and then who knows where it goes from there. Oh, man, I think it's an awesome move for Nico. You know, he was a part of that 2009 class, was a part of two national uh, – three – my bad, three national championships at Alabama. Uh, I think it's – I think it's a great move. You know, it's a good spot for him to learn, get some experience. And if coaching is what he really wants to do, you know, he can take this as far as he wants to. You, you look at former Alabama players recently who have gotten into coaching. It seems like they're all linebackers. You have Freddie Roach, who's back here at Alabama, D'Amico Ryans, who's the defensive coordinator out in San Francisco, and now Nico getting into that, into the profession out in Texas. So I think it's a good spot to learn from several former Alabama coaches and uh it just it just overall is a good situation for him. Yeah. Does uh the comments of current Miami wide receiver uh and former Kansas City chief wide receiver put more pressure on Tua as he'll making comments that has people have people asking the question, is Tua more accurate than Patrick Mahomes is this adding more pressure uh, to Tua in a year where he probably has enough pressure already with the expectations that come uh, that's coming with the changes they made in all season. I, I'm going to say no. I think Tua potentially is more accurate. You know, if you look at his game, he doesn't have the big cannon arm, and normally the stronger your arm is. The, you're not always as accurate because you never had to work on that part of your game as much as a guy whose arm isn't as strong. And we know, too, doesn't have the strongest arm. And from the day he stepped on campus at Alabama, we knew his ability to be accurate. So I don't think that's a far stretch. Now let's just see if Tua can put it together. What do you think, Mason? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with that. I think – I mean, even when you look at the statistics of both players last year, you know, Tua uh, was technically better with with his completion percentage. You know, he did complete more of his passes last year. Obviously, 
you know, you look at the overall success of both teams. I think Tua struggled for a good bit of last year, but he dealt with injuries. He dealt with having a bad offensive line, dealt with not having any, many weapons to throw to. So, you know, it was a whole culmination of things that I think have, have kind of hampered him in the first few years of his career. But now the excuses are gone, and evidently, you know, you hear it right from the horse's mouth. Like his his own receivers have been complimenting him all off season. So I'm I'm very excited about this year for Tua, and I think I I don't think it's crazy for Tyreek Hill to say that. I think uh, it's getting blown out of proportion a bit by a lot of people who like to just you know, and it's kind of what me oh, yeah. I do it myself. You know, I, I don't I don't disagree with what he said though. Absolutely, my my only concern is that Tua tries to become Tua's big to me. Tua is, is his own biggest enemy worst enemy he 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 if he takes what's there and doesn't try to extend all it to his major injuries came when him trying to do more than he could right so my only concern with two is he tries to to not just be more accurate than uh mahomes but he tries to get some of that ex play play extending capability that mahomes has and that could lead to some potential issues uh for Tua Tungvaloa uh I want to remind you that coming back on the other side we are going to talk a little bit about the recruiting weekend we're going to start the conversation around uh player ranking so go ahead and get your uh your thoughts ready in terms of what grouping you would would pick as uh, coming in last place in terms of Alabama uh, football, and we'll invite you to join us on the conversation at 205-342-9904. And as we go to break, uh, uh, we, we may visit this again, but this LIV golf tournament uh, ha has me intrigued uh, because when we talked about it the other day, Mason and X had a, 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 a golf coach send me a message that said that this league will go the way of the XFL and USFL because it doesn't have the um, TV contracts, because that's kind of where you make your thing. I think there's one big caveat that's different, and that is football is very U.S.-centric. I think golf is a worldwide sport. So, and US, the, the LIV or the LIV got a lot more money to make it a long time beforehand and they did a great job of whether you call it buying or stealing the players i'll get you guys thoughts on the other side just coming out real quick give you a chance to think about that does this liv um uh live golf pro league uh tour have a legit shot of causing some havoc for the pga and was there a commissioner's response the wrong one when he suspended top players that conversation as well as remember your ranking and recruiting all of that coming up right here on the martin houston show the alabama one hotline is open for business 205-342-9904 tide 100.9 traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center no active wrecks everything pretty quiet as we start our monday morning Yep, it is Monday. If you see conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. This will be the hottest week so far this year. The sky mostly sunny today, very humid, only isolated storms this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 95, tonight's low 76. Tomorrow, hot and humid, a small chance of an afternoon storm, the high 96. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. It's a beautiful Monday morning. We're glad to have you with us live, local, and ready to go. Uh, X, Mason, as we are going to break there, uh, you guys may not have kept up much with that uh, live uh, golf tour, but Saudi Arabia is spending some big-time money recruiting uh, some of the top players in uh, the league, including the likes of uh, Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Sergey Garcia, just to name a few. Um, and, of course, the PGA uh, Tour announced that they were suspending some of those uh, players, uh, those top players that chose to go there. Some of them resigned from the PGA beforehand. Does this league have a chance to make it? And... Do you think that um, the tour um, um, is um, making a mistake by taking such a hard line? Uh, yes, I, I think they are making a mistake because, like you said, this isn't football in America. This isn't an, a you know a fifty state uh, consensus truly when being watched. You're talking about a global sport. It's probably number two, three globally when you look at soccer or maybe number soccer, tennis, basketball. It's up there in that mix when you look at the global market and its reach. So I definitely think suspending or making some of your top guys resign. So now their only focus is going to be on live instead of having to split time in between can be detrimental when you don't have to rely on such a globally small market to to bolster its views and revenue. Major, any thoughts on it? Yeah, I think I I think I really kind of agree with what you are saying, especially and I think an interesting point, Martin, you brought up the the TV contracts being kind of people's issue with it, and you know they maybe not be able to secure them something like that, but. 
Uh, they don't need the TV contracts. They have more than enough money backing this tournament that they don't they don't require a TV contract to they don't they don't need something to go make that much money. They have more than enough money backing this tournament that they can just keep supporting it the way they are. I really, you know, I watched a, a lot, a lot of the live stream on Friday when it started. I, I thought it was great. I think it needs to, they need to polish a few things up. You know, something simple is yeah, when they listed all the golfers, they listed them all as like some shortened version of the names, so you couldn't really make anybody's name out. You know, it, polish a few things up, and like it looked just like the PGA. It was great. It was really Here, impressive. Here's the thing: where did you watch it? I watched it online, so it wasn't on TV. It was online. But 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 where, where's the majority of the world? At. Yeah, right there online. I, I think online. at one point online. there was a, there, there was a, there was over a hundred thousand concurrent viewers just on YouTube, and they were streaming to Facebook, streaming to their own website, and I mean there was all kind of live streams up of it. Do you not watch regular television? I'm watching the NBA Finals, and it has YouTube TV at the bottom. Yeah, I don't even know how that all works, but <laughs> worrying about TV contracts is a new ball game now with especially when you look at outside of the United States, the continental United States, uh, and what YouTube TV will mean because it can be watched on your – where everybody every, – there's a lot of households and a lot of places that don't have big screen televisions like we do and don't have the big network, but they have those cell phones, uh, and, uh, and they will be able to watch the sport. So I think the YouTube – YouTube TV, Hulu TV will become a bidding war, much like the ESPN and the ABC and the CBS that we've come accustomed to. I think you're going to see that. So it, it's an interesting, interesting thought process uh, there, uh, and, and we'll continue to talk about it. Um, we we talked big recruiting weekend in Alabama, uh, of course, uh, and that being highlighted by. Arch Manning as uh, the the big name, uh, of course. Uh, Xavier, with some of the uh, t- tell us some of the other guys in town. We'll talk a little bit about those guys. And then we got a big recruiting question that's kind of been on my mind with the transfer portal. Yeah, you had uh, Richard Young, the number one running back in the country. I think he's number twenty five overall. Uh, was in town. You had Caden Proctor. You had Frant, uh, one of the top tackles, Francis. Maoga, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, also, one of the top offensive linemen, Wilkin Formby from Northridge High School, right down the road, was in town. Uh, it, it was a star-studded weekend. So many guys to name. Uh, uh, Antoine Figgins, who is from Thompson High School, uh, I'm pretty sure he's Traquan Figgins' little brother, who was a part of this past signing class uh so a lot of big names and a lot of big ties in for this weekend was hosting in town with arch i don't think i didn't see did he, anything he saying that he was. He was, i thought he was supposed to be in town but i i've I not seen anything about him yeah. and then of course uh if you want to find out more about a very interesting recruit uh big offensive lineman number one player out of the state of connecticut you can go to top109.com find out about uh, Alanen from um, Finland. Uh, his dad, uh, neat story there, his dad was the first uh, player from Finland, the first person from Finland to sign an NFL contract. Did not make the NFL team, but uh, but did sign as a tight end, long snapper. Uh, and hey, the son may be able to pick up where dad left off. So 
a lot of great recruits, which in Wilkin form be, of course, uh, a legacy via his grandfather, uh, Taco Casa, uh, owner was, uh, you know, the, uh, the Wilkin family, uh, was in town looking to make a decision, I think some point in July. So we'll keep up with that story. He has a couple more re- visits coming up, uh, Young man looking good. I, I've been impressed with how he's transformed his body. And uh, when you transform a 6'8 body, uh, that's a lot of transformation. And he's done it. So we'll, we'll be watching him. Um, let's get to Pat real quick before we ask this junior college question. Uh, is the transfer portal going to kill the transfer? I mean, the, the uh, opportunity for uh, junior college players to sign. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, good morning. Coach Saban is looking real hard at a JUCO wide receiver, from what I understand. And hey, and the guy looks fantastic as far as a wide receiver goes. But look, oh, I wanted to talk about uh, you were mentioning uh, about the uh, possibility of uh, you know what grouping we saw as far as this weekend goes. Man, hey. It was just a smorgasbord of uh, linemen. Oh, my goodness. Hey, offensive tackles that uh, uh, Kate, the number one, uh, Caden Proctor. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it depends on who you're talking to is who could be number one. Hey, the kid from Northridge may turn out to be a fantastic uh, player right here in Tuscaloosa. I think he has a lot more respect around the nation than he does local. Yes. Yeah. Man, uh, it's just absolutely incredible uh, about uh, what we were able to bring in. And then, uh, of course, from IMG, uh, man, hey, that guy's a man. <laughs> man uh, and, uh, you know, has, I mean, has the potential to be able to play more than just offensive title. That, but being able to interchange uh, offensive linemen to other positions on the offensive line, and being able to bring in, uh, you know, some people are all they are is a left tackle, but to be able to have you know have somebody that can play in multiple positions on that line, like we did back when we went down to uh, Miami and uh, just annihilated Notre Dame. They, uh, you know, we had linemen on that team that could play multiple positions, and that were extremely smart. Is that not correct? Oh yeah, you definitely had. When you look at Barrett Jones, was able to play across the offensive line. Uh, DJ Fluker, I believe, had the potential to be a guard or tackle in college. Uh, so yeah, there was there was definitely some versatility on that line. And you look at it since you look at Evan Neal three spots in three years, Alex Leatherwood, multiple spots. It's, it's a, it's a thing that best suits you. If you come to Alabama to have the versatility, versatility, uh, to play guard or tackle or center and guard, uh, if you want to get on the field here. Yeah, absolutely. Alex. That, uh, man, uh, but, uh, now hosting was supposed to be there. I thought hosting with a red where hosting was there. He was definitely supposed to be there, and uh, I oh, oh yes, I did read that he was there. Oh, I did read that he hung out that he hung out with he, with that somebody else was hanging out with Eli 
one of the uh, when I was you know reading about the weekend. So I'm pretty sure Eli was there, and uh, I, I could be wrong, but uh, I think he was there. And uh, but oh, that I did see where that the uh, big Finland Finnish guy uh, did mention that uh, Arch was very very nice to be around. Yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, he might have been there, but if he was, he's kept it off of social media. He's kept it really quiet because I haven't seen anything from any any recruiting source or any post about him being there. So, I mean, if he was there, hey, great. Him and Art could talk. Saban apparently might want to take two quarterbacks, so it wouldn't be a bad thing if the two of them were able to talk and get along. So, Gotcha. All right, hey. Anyway, hey, you guys are doing a fantastic job this morning, and uh, hey, and I. Uh, but about that golf deal, and uh, I think they made a big mistake on uh, Saturday. I bought a really beautiful Greg Norman golf shirt, and Sunday I wore it to church. It was that nice, and uh, so hey, and uh, you know that you know that you know he's kind of the supposed that he's kind of the. The, the the big push behind that that golf oh league, right? absolutely that's why I brought yeah. that up uh, yeah and distancing uh, yourself from Greg Norman is not a smart thing if you're the PGA because Greg Norman is a worldwide uh, name as far as uh, you know and hey it's not just America it's you know it's, you know uh, the British so uh, you know and of course you know he's from Australia. But anyway, I just want to bring that up. Is he a shark, Pat? Yes, sir. That is. And, uh, he's known as a shark. So maybe don't maybe don't want to get get into swimming across the water with a shark. So, uh, yeah. hey, but listen, when they did you hear what they offered Tiger Woods? Uh, nearly a billion dollars. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know if they're doing this just so they can. Uh, I don't know if they even care if they make money. Uh, they may be looking oh. for somewhere to uh, just get rid of some money when you hey. offer a guy who can't even play. Hey. He Tiger Mark. can't even play around the golf, and they offered hey. him a billion dollars. But here's go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of like the University of Texas down there right now have more money than Carter's got little liver pills. And I know X didn't know what Carter's little liver pills are, but there was a bunch of them in a bottle. And uh, hey, but it's just incredible. Hey, the Saudis right now, hey, they got so much money over there with oil prices like it is. It's just, hey, it doesn't matter. You know, a billion dollars is nothing, you know. Being uh, anyway, got to, to a lot of people over here, it's just that they're willing to throw it out uh, at, at, at a certain uh, sport. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate you, sir. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank y'all. All right. I think the, that sports league is going to probably be a big challenge because they have the money and they went out and got the names because people watch not for the tour, but for the players. If all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes and and Tom Brady and uh, uh, whoever else you want to name as the top players uh, were to be in the USFL, then people will be watching the USFL. They're going to watch the players. They're not watching for the emblem. They're watching for the quality of play and the quality of players. And Mason himself said that when he watched it, 
it looked like a, a, a PGA Tour event with the couple tweaks needed. Um, and none of that was based on what they saw from the playing. Uh, as long as they don't use the little gimmicks and stuff like that, it's going to be a huge challenge. And then, like I said, the P PGA is taking a high and mighty approach. Uh, we're the PGA type of mindset, and I think that's going to hurt them in the end. We'll be talking about this for years to come to see whether this league makes it or not. But coming back on the other side, we're going to talk about whether uh, junior college isn't going anywhere because it's, it's a needed system. But will the opportunity for these players to be able to move to D1, has it been killed or greatly hampered at least in terms of transferring to D1 schools because of the transfer portal? We'll talk about that next right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, everything pretty quiet as we start our Monday morning. Yep, it is Monday. If you see conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Come. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one -on -one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Man, it's been a beautiful morning. I want to remind you that the Alabama One Hotline is open for business. 205-342-9904. Alabama One has a great promotion that they have going on right now. Wrapping up the um, the third, uh, second quarter uh, is, uh, of course, on our commercial and land and ag equipment, as well as our toys, RVs, motorcycles, boats, uh, et cetera, those small ATVs, UTVs. Uh, so if you want to get in on that and get a great deal, uh, 60 days, they'll pay as low as 1.99. Go check out Alabama One. You can apply right there online uh, or you can come into the branch location and we'll be glad to assist you. And hey, go ahead. If you're in the market, go ahead and start shopping for that new car uh, because or that new automobile because we're going to have a great promotion rolling for that uh, coming up here in uh, a little while. So. Stay tuned for more on Alabama One. And, hey, don't forget, with the current promotion, you can win that big green egg. All right, uh, X, uh, Mason, will the transfer portal kill the pathway for junior college signees? I know that Pat referenced uh, uh, the one guy that uh, Alabama is uh, recruiting right now in, in terms of Mr. Benson uh, from Huntington, uh, I think he was from Hutchison, I think. I can forget which. Uh, they're both from the same Hutchison. place, Hutchison. Uh, and we just signed the big tight end, uh, Miles uh, Kitzelman uh, from Hutchison Community College as well, 6'5", 250 tight end. Uh, so um, if you're looking at Alabama, maybe, maybe not, but do you think uh, that, that that pathway uh, is in danger for those kids? I'm going to go no, and this is why. Because those kids have a higher level of experience than a, a, a lower-rated recruit coming out of high school. So what I think you'll you see... You missed my question. My transfer portal. No, no, no. My no, no, no. I, I know what you're saying. I think the transfer portal is going to hurt those those two-star kids and below more. And what you're going to see is you're going to see those kids end up going to JUCO because of the transfer portal while you still got these kids coming out of JUCO who have two years of experience at a higher level than high school go, uh, still getting place. Now, you, you, you're still not getting it. The, the, the reason they go get a kid out of JUCO is the same reason they're getting a transfer. So if Nick yeah, Saban so, so I think they stay coming out. And what you see is some of these these kids, uh, a, a kid that's a two-star that might have gotten a scholarship coming out of high school. To, to where? To, where was a two-star getting a scholarship to? To to I mean to a uh, to a I don't know, a, a mid-level school, a, a, a group of five schools. Hmm. I didn't uh, too you, know, you see what I'm saying? The, those <laughs> kids now might end up taking a JUCO route because they don't have the same experience of maybe that two-star kid from two years earlier that now has a higher level, like a like a like a uh, 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 Malik Benson, 
who was talented, but because of the system he was in, didn't get to show it. So what has he done? He's gone to JUCO, and now he's got an offer from the University of Alabama. How many kids do you think colleges, D1 schools, signed from JUCO? I don't know. Probably one or two a year. That's what per, I'm, you're talking about, like per school. Yeah, yeah. And they're getting, they're getting. So, so I'm talking about the guys who are signing with the Alabama. They ain't talking about the mid mid range D1 guys. I'm talking about the guys who are going to end up signing with the Alabamas and the Ohio States and all of that. Uh, I think you're going to see those opportunities get smaller and smaller and smaller because yeah, you're going to see guys, you may see guys now coming from Juco and going to the mid major and under in football, because those guys who are playing at those are going to be the ones who are going to the transfer portal. In other words, in other words, Hutchison Junior College, Community College, is going to have to compete against a Fresno State tight end once it starts rolling. A kid that's played two years at Fresno State is going to end up coming to Alabama versus a kid that played two years at Hutchison Community College. A kid that played two years at Vanderbilt is going to end up going to Ohio State. A kid that played, you know, uh, two years at Rutgers is going to end up going to, to to Michigan versus the JUCO route that you've seen schools go through. Uh, so your thought JUCO. process is essentially like some of these mid-majors almost become JUCOs. Uh, in terms of their recruiting? Mason, I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking that, that the transfer – the reason coaches sign JUCO players, Xavier – is not because they're more talented than high school players. It's because they have an immediate need that they have to feel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they, they want someone with experience. And I think they're going to go after the, I think they'll recruit uh, and, and, and sign kids out of the portal before they sign kids out of JUCO. Uh, Mason, uh, Xavier and I are, are, are I think, kind of on opposite sides or just have different perspectives. What are your thoughts? I think I kind of fall somewhere in between you two. I think uh, I think the opportunities definitely would take somewhat of a hit. But at the same time, I think, you know, if you're good enough, you're good enough. There, there's still going to be kids in junior colleges who are good enough to make that jump. And, uh, you know, they'll be found oh, I, by one way or another. I think overall, though, I do think we'll see opportunities start to dwindle a little bit just because of how much easier it is to go get a kid from another school, so per se, you know, than like grab a kid out of a out of a JUCO. Yeah, and I'm not saying that there won't be uh, opportunities because this Malik kid that we're talking about, the wide receiver, the only reason he went to JUCO was because he played in a wing T offense and never had to run routes. Okay, and 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 so what happened is. Uh, a JUCO could take a chance on him uh, because they could use him as part of the running package as well. You, you see what I'm saying? So that's what they did there. They used him as part of the running package. And then they found out he just happened to be with another guy that went to West Virginia who was a big-time wide receiver who who taught him how to run routes. And so now Malik Benson is, is being coached up. There's, you're always going to have those guys. I'm, I'm not talking – when I say kill it, don't don't mean that it won't happen. I just think that there's going to be so many trans. We, we guys, transfer portal is not going away. It's going to be 
even more of a thing. And if Nick Saban knew knew that he was gonna uh, end up losing that kid from that went to Miami late in the process, he probably would have been recruiting somebody else. Uh, I forget the big tight end that went to uh, Miami in the recruiting process when Skinner. when Skinner went there. Uh, but you see what I'm saying? So I think that that played a lot into it. We got a couple callers. Uh, we're going to get to you guys on the other side. Xavier, we may just get to throw out who our uh, worst position ranking is today. We may not get to talk into that conversation. We got Super Joe and Allen. We'll bring you guys in on the other side. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Top 100.9. Thanks to the great folks over at Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Monday morning. TPD continues to investigate the circumstances surrounding the death of a man whose body was found underneath the Bryant Bridge in Northeast Tuscaloosa yesterday. Foul play is not suspected, but investigators say they believe the man fell from the bridge. And Officer Kenneth Scrooge's squad car has been placed in front of the Meridian Police Department as a memorial. Flowers and balloons have been placed on the car and message also have been left for him. The Tuscaloosa native and son of local pastor Kelvin Croom was shot to death in a line of beauty last week. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9. Man, we, we've been talking... Xavier, just in case we don't get to get to it, what's your position grouping? We may have to kick this can down the road a little bit, but uh, what's your position grouping uh, that you have uh, coming in last place? I'm going to go with the offensive line for right now. Yeah, and and I'm starting off with tight ends, and uh, and, and we'll we'll see what other conversation we can have around that. But uh, Mason, who who do, what position group do you have? I mean, y'all hit both the ones I was thinking, offensive line and tight end. I think, you know, those might be uh, potentially the easiest ones to point out just because especially offensive line that you look at, there's just such a lack of experience there with a lot of those guys. But yeah. I think they both could, by the end of the season, work their way into some of the top position groups on the team. Right, and that's why I said at this point uh, they may end up being the most important group. So let's quickly get to, to phone lines. Uh, we're going to work you guys through here pretty quick so we can get all your conversation. Uh, Super Joe, you in with the Martin Houston Show with X's and O's. Xavier Houston and uh, on the Album One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? What's going on, man? 
Super Joe? Everybody get ready for that season, ain't it? You're cutting out, Super Joe. I can't understand what you're saying. Everybody get ready for that football season, ain't it? Everybody get ready for it. Yeah, I feel, I feel that, but man, I, I tell you what, though, I think it's counting up the day, but I, I look at it like this, though. You know, I say like this. <laughs> we might have one of the best teams right here. You know, I believe like this. No, I don't, we don't have much of a challenge in our home schedule, but I look at it like this. I still say we're guaranteed to at least be in the national championship. The way the way things the way things are running. What you what feedback you get on the practices? Uh, they really aren't doing. I mean, right now, whatever practice they're doing is just shorts and working out. So, not a lot on on the, from the practice front, except for they're all engaged and and bought in according to the players. That's the way. That's the bright side of it because. You know, I feel like this though. Bryce, with Bryce Young, I mean, he, he, we he, we don't see him in Mopoise this year, and I and I'm, and I'm believe like this though. Jalen Milrow, I think, like I said, Jalen Milrow, right now, shoot, he's right next to him, and that, that's good when you got the second string quarterback, you know, ready and stuff like that. And so I feel like this. You know, I, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm counting for a good, I'm counting for a good championship season this year, and I feel like this before us to have what we had last year, still making the championship says a lot about our team. You know, it's nothing. You know, I mean, we're not going to win the championship every year. We would like to think that we are, but it's not going to work like that. <laughs> Absolutely. But, <laughs> Thanks, Super Joe. But, Thanks for holding yeah, in there, man. Appreciate you. But it's all crazy, man. But. Have, have a good one. Alan, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on Album One Hotline uh, with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, good, good morning, gentlemen. I, I understand what X is saying. Uh, it's going to hurt the, the two stars more than it's going to hurt everybody else. I honestly believe exactly what he's saying because the two stars are not going to have anywhere to go. Uh, they could have could have walked on somewhere else, or they could have did a lot more. And it's not and and these and the transport portal is going to is going to hurt them a lot more. I do, I do believe. Uh, I think well, well, you know, the actually the two stars are going to be walk ons. So I, I I probably disagree with you in this sense because. The walk-ons are still going to be able to walk on because they're needed for practice purposes. So there's not something taking their role, Alan. Walk-on, those two-star guys that end up walking on at the Alabamas of the world, Nick Saban is still going to want those guys, and those guys are still going to get that opportunity. The problem is the, the purpose of the JUCO guys is being taken up by transfer portal guys. That's why I say it's going to have more of a direct impact on them. The reason I said it was going to have an impact on those guys is think about some of these lower-rated guys that have come to Alabama through the years that ended up being really good players. Yeah, now, but those, were the three, those were three-star guys that started well, getting well, three, three Low three-star guys, what two-star guys, Not, what, whatever. You, but they but there's a difference between a three-star three-star not low. There, there aren't many low-rated three-star guys, really. Um, th there's been three-star guys that got recruited late, like uh, you know, Job. Um, but but most of them were, were legit three-star guys that just didn't camp. But the two-star guys, I don't see any two-star guys getting signed. 
That's what I'm saying. And so go ahead though, real quick, because we got to get let Allen respond and then get to. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah, just I, saying those guys. I feel yeah, like I, might be the guys that end up losing opportunities because yeah, they're agree, getting agree, those scholarships that. that would go to them end up going to guys in the transfer portal. While you still got a guy with, a, like you said, an immediate need, feel, and experience coming from a JUCO. Yeah. Go ahead, Allen. I'll give you close, yeah, your closing yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I, to- I totally agree with that. But, you know, but Coach Saban always said that those stars are it's only for us. You know, he don't even matter with the talent like that because look at Josh Jacobs. What was he when he first came out? And A.J. McCarron, when he was down there in Mobile, they wouldn't rate that high either. And they were, and they ended up being good. Would a transport portal would have helped? Hurt them if the trip would have transfer portal hurt them at that time. Well, possibly, but those were like I said, those were late three star guys or guys that um, I know Saban doesn't play the the, the star thing. But um, uh, Alan, we're gonna have to pick up that conversation because I promised George I'd get him in. Uh, but you you okay. make up. Hey, listen, I'm not. Hey, I love conversation when we have different opinions, man. Uh, um, I'm just looking at it from a little different angle than you guys are, but you both right in your own own right. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate you, man. All right. Hey, uh, George, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on the Alabama One Hotline with Martin and X. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, Martin. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. What thing is going to hurt a lot of your developmental players because they're going to be development developed in a small, you know, a smaller Mid American or Division Two school. And then when they get good enough and develop, then the larger schools, the Power Five, is going to puck them up. Um, yeah, I think you know, the, my, as far as junior college, aren't there more restrictions when you do bring in a junior college that has to graduate from junior college, whereas in the um, portal, I think it just seems like whenever the kid wants to go, they can go. Um, so, I, but if you're good enough to play, the coaches will find you one way or the other. So I don't know that it's going to really hurt the junior college, think about this, guys, from a recruiting standpoint, they now have to spend time recruiting either the portal or JUCO. They can see these players from the portal on television and in a lot of other ways a lot quicker. And they don't they don't have to travel all of these back roads to the junior college. So recruiting a junior college player, in my opinion, is also going to be a lot more expensive, and that's going to be a big deal for the colleges that don't have the big budgets. So that would be the other reason, George, is that 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 yeah. not, not only is that they have the, the requirement for a JUCO to transfer to a big school, but also the cost of recruiting them is going to be higher than the cost of recruiting a transfer portal guy. So uh, we can oh, have the transfer portal, sir. What now? I'm sorry, I didn't get that. What did you say, Martin? No, I, I, we, we, I got to go. Uh, we'll, we'll pick up the conversation. Okay, I said thanks things. for taking my call. Thanks, George. Thanks, X. Thanks, Mason, for the Martin Houston show with Martin Houston and Xavier on Top 100.9. We say thank you so much for all that you do. Follow Martin Houston 35 and X's and O's Sports, XO's Sports on Twitter. Remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. Have a blessed day.